Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? Well, folks, before I break into an obnoxiously loud all right, folks, to get this show started, let me just go ahead and remind you that the Brilliantly Dumb Show is brought to you by Postmates. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a bottle of wine after work, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. That's where Postmates come in. Now, promo code BROBIBLE. That's BROBIBLE. B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E. No space. BROBIBLE. Get you $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. That's promo code Bro Bible for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days. Postmate that. Hi, folks! Coming to you live. If you don't know the drill by now, you sure as hell should. The way things work here on the Burnley Dumb Show, that is Grace Ibrahim. You're looking at behind the glass on the ones and twos. I'm Big Game Bob coming to you on your local airwaves. However you're listening, why ever you're listening, we don't really give a shit. We're just happy that you are listening. The friends of the pod out there, we are back to our roots here with a full audio podcast here. We've been just pumping out interview after interview after interview. You know, maybe... The one good thing to this whole quarantine is we've been able to to get a lot of interviews. Nobody really has any, you know, anything to do. A lot of time on their hands. So it's just just been a blast being able to pump these things out. But it's back to our roots, back to the day one routine here. Let's get this thing rolling. Grace Ibrahim, what do you say? I think we're looking at episode 55 here. On the Burnley Dumb Show, that takes us to everybody's favorite sports bit to start the show off. A little late to the party on this one, but definitely something I wanted to talk about. This is from Variety.com, okay? This is from Variety.com, the former Yankee slugger Derek Jeter, according to the Tampa Bay Times, just leased out his sprawling 32,000 square foot mansion on Tampa Bay's exclusive David Island to fellow sports icon Tom Brady. Folks, do you have any idea how big 32,000 square feet is? Do you know how massive of a mansion that is? I mean, Tom's going to be going around this thing. Tom's got a quarantine right now. There's going to be a time on day 64 of the quarantine that Tom may discover a room that he never knew was there. How many people could say that about their house? Oh, look, sweetie, shit, we got a billiards room. Yeah, Tom, this is the 64th day you've been here. Fuck, we might as well play billiards. Never knew that was there. Can you imagine having a house that big? But here's where things get really interesting. For those who don't know, Derek Jeter is very hands-on. He's always been that way. Unfortunately, he's that way with the Miami Marlins right now because they stink. But that's the way that Jeter is. So there's a lot of situations here that that you can't take for granted. It's a very bizarre situation. If you're Tom Brady and Giselle Brady right now, aren't you a little bit on edge? Like, if Tom Brady orders a movie on demand, does that go to Derek Jeter's bill, or did they already have all of that transferred? 
With how much money Jeter has, you kind of think Jeter maybe just said, fuck it. If he orders an on-demand, he orders an on-demand. Kids go to sleep. Next thing you know, busty babes party up in Miami. Comes on Derek Jeter's bill. Does Derek now have to call Tom and be like, look, Tom, I mean, this is getting a little ridiculous. Miami's right down the road here. Did you really have to order a porno? I'd kind of be a little bit on edge if I'm Tom Brady. I'm not going to lie. Knowing that Jeter's always watching. Jeter's very detail-oriented. Is Tom getting Derek's mail now? Are some of Derek's subscriptions coming into the Brady household? What if Giselle gets warm one night, decides to crank up the AC for the next go in two weeks? Does Derek get a little bit upset at that AC bell? You know, do you think Derek's driving by every Thursday night to make sure that Tom took out the trash? Hey, Tom, just uh, just want to remind you, it's trash day tomorrow. Make sure you get those bins out there. I mean, you're talking about two superstars. It's It's just a very strange situation to me. Imagine the Bradys want to do takeout one night. You just call up Derek. Hey, Derek, uh, where do you keep your takeout menus? We're looking to do Chinese. Any recommendation? Tom, if you go to the right shelf, all right, I'm looking at it right now. Do you see the sink? Yes, I see the sink, Derek. Bottom right drawer, you should see a couple takeout menus there. You know, does, does Tom get his own shelf in Derek's room or is it just all Tom's now? Do they have separate compartments to their refrigerator? Don't touch Derek's yogurt. Vice versa. Just a ton of different situations that I'm running through my head. I really am. Imagine Derek's out to dinner. Gets a call from Tom Brady. Derek, uh, have you seen the remote? Tom, look, did you check under the couch? Derek, I checked under every single cushion you have. There's about 20 of them, but I checked. Did you check under the couch, Tom? You know what, Derek? I didn't. Takes a look. No, not there. Look, Tom, I, I, I don't know what you want me to say to you. If you want, go down the store. There's a radio shack down the store. Get a new remote. What do you want me to say, Tom? You're getting obnoxious here. Would it be kind of nervy if Tom Brady changes Derek's shower head? Does Derek come back and get a little upset that his shower head's been adjusted? Derek likes it to hit the upper shoulder. Tom likes to go a little bit higher. Let that just sprinkle down on his chin. Does Derek ask Tom to water his plants? Is Derek keeping an eye on how Tom's kind of manicuring the lawn outside? I'm telling you folks, do not take this for granted. Derek Jeter is very, very hands-on. There's no doubt about it. Imagine when Tom leaves too. Tom leaves, it's all said to, to, to ship out of there, get his own house. Hey, Derek, my son left his Buzz Lightyear toy around. Do you see that thing kind of laying around a little bit? Two superstars running out of house from one another. And, you know, a lot of people do this. A lot of celebrities let other celebrities rent out their home. You got to wonder if these type of situations are going down. lot going on in the Brady Jeter household right now, especially with the quarantine going on. Anywho, we are moving on. Hey, Grace, uh, can't be a better time to be in prison than right now. Call, call, call it a little bit of a hot take. I understand that, but think about this. I'm driving down the street the other day. First time driving in a month, I got my mask on. I happen to pass a prison, and I look out onto the courtyard. These guys are having a blast. 
mean, they're having the time of their life. They're playing a kickball game. One guy gets thrown out, hit in the shoulder. He tries to round third and go home. Gets gunned out by the right fielder. Beyond that, there's inmate 648 putting up jumpers. Guy hasn't missed a jumper in his past 15 shots because all he's been doing is putting up jumpers every single day of every single week. Behind that, there's a game of tag going on. Not sure I'd want to participate in a prison game of tag to it, but bottom line is these guys are getting outside. They don't have a mask on. They're chatting with each other. I mean, the point of prison, Grace, is to put somebody in a place where they can't do things that you could do in the outside world, in the real world. With this whole corona quarantine, that now has been flip-flopped to where inmates are doing things that we wish we could do. We wish we could be putting up jump shots. You know? So for these guys who plan to ever commit a crime, uh, now may be the time to do it. Yeah, you know that bank robbery we were going to do in June? Yeah, we're going to do that actually tomorrow. Tomorrow? We don't even have the codes for the safe. I don't give a shit. Take the whole safe. But it weighs 50 pounds. If you get caught, you get caught. Enjoy prison life. I mean, I, I bet that prison cabbage has never tasted so good. Do you know the debacle it is to go to a Trader Joe's for a guy like me? A normal, average Joe? And in civilization out here? I gotta wait in line for an hour. I gotta pay for those groceries. Those guys eating that prison cabbage are not paying for that prison cabbage. Their shopping is being done for them. And they don't gotta pay. I mean, Chris, do you know how many, do you know how much money I'm spending in Uber Eats fees? You know how sick and tired I am of Domino's Pizza every other day? I wouldn't mind the little beef stew right now, little prison beef stew. I'd be very appreciative. Hey, Chef, you did a phenomenal job with that cabbage today. Really paired well with the beef stew. Is that going to be on uh, the menu next next week? Beautiful. I mean, it's just, it, think of a guy going for parole right now. He may not want to get granted parole. He may not. He may tell his lawyer to fight against it. Your Honor, with all due respect, I, I disagree with your decision to release my client. My client is a grade A criminal. Look at this guy. He, he's a fucking nut job. You're just going to throw him out to civilization? Yeah, you know what, sir? You're right. We're going to give him the death penalty. Whoa, whoa, Larry, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just hang with me. Hang with me. Your Honor, I think the death penalty is a little bit strong. Let's do 50 years. And then, if you do get the 50 years, by the time this is all over or nor the end of it, next thing you know, you just say to the warden, Warden, I came down with the fever. I think I need to be released. He's released. He's released. I mean, it, it, maybe it's not the worst thing right now. Your Honor, I want you to throw the book at my client right now. You dig real deep. Years and years and years. My client is a fucking whack job. You think Jeffrey Dahmer was bad? Wait till you throw this guy out into civilization after being in here for a couple years. Can't do it, Your Honor. You just can't do it. I mean, you see what some of the news coming out today of people being released early. You claim fever. Say you've had enough of that mattress. You claim fever? Fifteen minutes later, you're out the door. You're on your way to Taco Bell to get a Crunchwrap Supreme to go. Unbelievable. Just a crazy, crazy world we're living in right now, Grace. I mean, this time is going to be written about in textbooks. Now, folks, let, let's be clear. I am not actually telling people to go out and commit a crime. 
I don't need somebody getting arrested and telling them Big Game Bob from the Burnley Dumb Show told me to do so. That is not the case. Don't be an idiot. Stay at home. Do the right thing. In the meantime, we keep this show moving on. Hold on, folks. Do not go anywhere just yet. I know I'm not going anywhere. Grace Ibrahim definitely isn't going anywhere either. We just have to interrupt this show to let you know that the Burnley Dumb Show is brought to you by... Postmates. Postmates does anything and everything, but Postmates doesn't just deliver your standard burgers and sushi. They make my life easier. You could send these guys to grocery stores. I've seen a couple at the Staples Center. If you like the Staples Center Cracker Jacks, send your Postmates delivery guy to Section 116 for some Cracker Jacks. They do everything, and now for a limited time... Postmates has given you listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days if you type in promo code BROBIBLE. One word, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E. That's code BROBIBLE for $100 of free delivery credit. No minimum purchase. Anything you need, anytime you need it. Postmate it. Move it on. You ready for this one, Grace? Listen to this shit. My buddy, I'm on Skype with him the other day. He is the director of human resources, and I won't name the company. He doesn't even know that I'm telling this story. But he's the director of human resources. He's he's very successful at a young age to be the director of human resources. So we're on Zoom, and we're, we're sharing a, a beer over Zoom. And he says to me, he goes, Yeah, Robbie, I got some bad news. I said, What's the bad news? He goes, Well, I think my company's going to lay me off. I said, lay off? What do you mean? He goes, yeah, well, you know, part due to this whole corona, and I also think part of it is a little bit of a a performance issue. I said, John, let me get this straight. You're the director of human resources. Who's going to fire you? I mean, is there anybody at the place capable of firing the director of human resources? That's your job, John. And he kind of just paused a little bit. He goes, you know what, Robbie, You're, you're right. Who is going to fire me? I see, hey, John, what, what, what are you, you just look yourself in the mirror and do it? Hey, John, how are you? John, how are you? It's like, do you know why you're here, John? Uh, yeah, because I'm brushing my teeth and shaving. Well, John, uh, we're actually here today because uh, your performance has really been lacking. He's just sitting there in the mirror talking to himself. His boss goes, yeah, John, did you fire yourself? Nope, not yet. Not yet. I'm going to have to talk uh, my mirror tonight when I got to brush my teeth. I laid the groundwork in the morning, but I think tonight's when I'm really going to drop the hammer there on myself. You know, John, your performance has really been lacking, and uh, to be quite frank with you, the, the punctuality is really just not where it needs to be. It's just totally unacceptable. And John, like, gets mad at himself. Look, John, I get it performance-wise. I understand that, but you're going to get pissed at me for punctuality? I'm never late. Are you there? Are you in my office at 9 in the morning? I don't think so. That's where I draw the line, John. John, 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 I know this is upsetting. Yeah, it is upsetting, John. I got a family to feed. I mean, do you discuss with yourself what the severance package looks like? Because if you're conducting that severance package, you may be making more on the package than you were on your job. You're collecting 200 k a year for the next 12 years. I said, John, what the fuck are you upset about? You got, you got the opportunity here to just 
butcher the living hell out of this thing. I mean, think about it. Do you, what happens when you go to get a new job after all this shit is all over? You could write your own letter of recommendation. They say, hey, we want to get in contact with the company that I had you earlier just to confirm. By all means, go ahead, give them a call. I actually got them on speed dial. Here you go. The new HR director pulls out the files on what John was like. John was the best employee this company has ever seen in years. Outstanding punctuality and dedication to the company. Almost made you think this guy had stock in the company, although he didn't. Wish he was never fired in the first place. What a fucking guy that John is. Boom, there, hired on the spot, extra 50k. Wow, if the job that fired just said that, you must really be good. I mean, I've never heard of the HR director firing the HR director. Who does the firing? It, 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 you know, he said, Robbie, you're such an asshole. But I said, John, think about it. And then, you know, as I started playing it, he's like, yeah, you kind of got a point. I mean, it would, it would be like Donald Trump impeaching himself. There was nothing signed for him to be impeached, but he just stepped up to the podium one day and said, hey, guys, you know what? I, I, I'm just not cutting it. I just don't think I got what it takes. I really don't. So um, I've decided to go and uh, fire myself as far as replacing uh, myself. You guys could figure that out. I'm out of here. And next thing you know, Trump's just got the, the cardboard box where he's got his name tag and everything piled into it, all his favorite pens from the White House. I said, John, you got you got nothing to worry about. You are totally in control of this situation. You could give yourself a 10-year extension rather than fire you. I guess it's kind of looking at the glass half full, but that's what I tried to do. So, John, if you're listening right now, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Anywho, moving on. Well, Gracie Bream, been a long time coming, but last time I checked, I do believe it is indeed that time. What time is that? Time for everybody's favorite segment, and before we do so, we ask you, Gracie Ibrahim, for a little bit of a drum roll, please. It's the ass bow segment, week by week, by week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, I tell you fine folks, file on in. To the DM. Submit your question to be featured for the Ask Bob segment. Submitting their question this week. Was Westbrook, Maine's very own Leslie Carringer? Miss Carringer would like to know. Bob, I'm curious who your favorite podcast has been with or the one that you have enjoyed the most. Grace, believe it or not, if you just heard a little bit of a ring there, that is Pep Boys calling me to let me know about my car. So, um... I don't know if I should take that. Probably not. Carringer, let's get to your question. The car can wait for now. Um, You know, it, it's a good question. It's one that I get asked all the time. Um, but I, I would have to say our episode with Forrest Galante from Animal Planet where we went to his house and you know, played with the animals and all of that. Uh, the reason being, you know, it's ended up getting the most views on our YouTube but um, the reason for me, when, when we're doing the podcast, I'm always, I'm very in my element. I'm very comfortable when I'm, you know, interviewing somebody or in the studio or whatnot. Going to Forest was the total opposite thing where I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm frightened on certain animals. And, it, you know, it's like going to Steve Irwin's house and telling him that you don't like animals. 
Yeah, it's not like I don't like them. I'm just I, I'm fearful of them. So to be that far out of my element w- was definitely interesting for me. And to me, it ended up being some of the best content that we've done. Um, you know, one of my biggest fears in life is snakes. And next thing you know, 10 minutes in, I have snakes surrounding my neck. So it just led to what I thought was some really cool content. Um, Joey Coldcuts dressing up in, in camo gear to go there also to think that that was the right thing to do made it very funny to me and very enjoyable. So it's a great question, but I, I'd have to give the nod to our guy, friend of the pod, Forrest Galante. Next question here on the Ask Bob segment. Coming from Tempe, Arizona, this is Kevin Summers. Bob, some of your favorite bits I love are the ones of you spoofing ESPN. Who are your top ESPN personalities, and do you continue to do that content? Yeah, you know, with the ESPN thing, to me it's always just been amazing that nobody's been able to compete with ESPN after all these years. I mean, ESPN has just dominated the sports world. Fox Sports came in, and they've done okay, but you still can't put them on the same level. So I think all of us find ourselves trying to support somebody else, but there's nobody to support, so we always find our way back to ESPN. But, you know, you watch it so much, so you're, I'm able to spoof a lot of the things that they do. Uh, you know, for instance, they always just send Sal Palantonio out to Green Bay to report on the Packers. And, I mean, there's no need for him to be there. It's summertime. You know what I mean? Like, the season hasn't even started yet. And they're just like, now we're going to head on over to Sal Palantonio to talk Packer football. And, you know, poor Sal, he's such a great guy, but he just looks exhausted. And he knows he's got no no need to be there. Yeah, Bob, thank you very much. Sal Palantonio here. Just want to report that Aaron Rodgers had a good breakfast this morning and is looking forward to training camp. With that, I'm Sal Palantonio. Back to you, ESPN. None of the none of the anchors of the reporters just say ESPN. It's like there's this big long pause before it in between the S and the P. I'm Rachel Nichols. ESPN. You know? I'm Ed Water. ESPN. They don't just say ESPN or at least space it out in the middle there. But what I did for you, Summers, and I like the question so much, I, I did a blog for it on Bro Bible. I did my top five sports, top five ESPN personalities of all time. So anchors or show hosts that have worked for ESPN, I did that my top five for them. And I'm going to start it out from worst to best. So the top five, starting at five, going to one. Number five I gave to Stephen A. Smith. Is he arrogant? Absolutely. Does he talk too much without hearing what other people are saying? Absolutely. But we got to call a spade a spade. That's what we do here on the Burnley Dom Show. He's entertaining. Stephen A's days with Skip Bayless were phenomenal. If you can't stand him, so be it. But you're still watching. I find myself still watching him. I can't help it. I got to give the five hold to Stephen A. Smith. Number four, not with ESPN anymore, but I'm going to go John Gruden. There was nothing better on Monday night than watching John Gruden and Jaws on the ones and twos of Monday Night Football. You simply could not beat it. They've had a hard time filling the role since. I think Booger McFarlane, poor guy, but he's been a mess. 
tough act to follow coming off Gruden, but Gruden was phenomenal. Number three may surprise you. I'm going to go with Tim Kirkshin. The Kirchie is one of the most likable guys on ESPN. Covers baseball, Tim Kirchin does, and I mean, he's just exceptional. A smile that lights up the room. There's not a single person on the planet that doesn't like Tim Kirchin. I give Tim Kirchin the three spot. Number two, this is where it gets interesting. Whoop! You gotta go with Chris Berman. Not a good impression there from Bob, but we all know that infamous whoop that he does Sundays after football. Monday night countdown, Sunday NFL countdown, there was nobody better than Chris Berman. He's still doing it. An absolute staple of ESPN is Chris Berman. I will work on that. Whoop! Number one, sitting on the throne, ladies and gentlemen, I got to give it to, to everybody's favorite, Scott Van Pelt. In my opinion, this man has been paving the way for how sports should be covered. I mean, he even does gambling the right way where he goes over spreads. He just, you think ESPN, you think Scott Van Pelt in my book, a true warrior in the sports world. I've always felt like Scott Van Pelt just gets it. He just understands it, knows how to relate to you. He's been bringing laughs into your living room for a long time to come now. Sitting on the throne, I'm giving Scott Van Pelt. Pelt. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for episode 55 here on the Burnley Dumb Show. That was Grace Ibrahim throughout your episode on the ones and twos. I'm Big Game Bob. Tuesday, very interesting interview coming out Tuesday with the rapper Gata. I don't know if you folks have seen the show Dave. It's on FX and Hulu based off of Little Dickie's life. It's phenomenal. It happens to be very funny. The LA Times just did a write-up on his best friend, Gata, who's hilarious in the show on how this guy should win an Emmy. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend watching it. The first rapper on the Brilliantly Dumb Show, and my lord, was it an electric one. You could go ahead and subscribe to the Brilliantly Dumb Show on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Regardless, we will see you Tuesday, folks. Stay safe. Stay quarantined. Have a great day now.